0: Brother, 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 there's far too many of you die. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love in Praises to the most high. All oh, praises to the most high. Part one we were just talking about um as we ended the segment, making sure that we cry aloud and that we spare not. I think as we continue to de- for- force um our way and past the um the obstacles that, that we'll find a way. I believe that we'll find a way. I love this song because the words and and the passion and the faith that came along with really the production of this song, it it really speaks to me and it speaks to a lot of people. Um, But in finding a way, uh, we really have to understand that the only way that's worth finding and worth putting our faith in is Christ. And as we continue to cry loud and spare not, I believe that um, based on prophecy, the most high will make sure that those that have an ear to hear always hear what the Spirit is saying. The thing about it is Christ said that to them that have an ear, let them hear. So the reality of all of this is that within you know 10, 20 people. You might only reach one or two. Nevertheless, Christ says, Wide is the gate that leads to destruction. And many go that way, but narrow is the gate or that straight gate to the kingdom, and there are few that find it. So we don't necessarily do this for the masses. We don't do it to uh, win popularity and become famous. We do it to reach the few, because that's who the Most High is dealing with. And so again, when we understand that it's going to be the wisdom and the knowledge of the Most High that sets us free and not our dependence on the wisdom and knowledge of this world, when we can really recognize that and get the revelation on it, that's when we will begin to see uh, us ourselves not only just overcome In our personal lives, but we'll overcome. We'll overcome as a community. We'll overcome as a nation of people whom the Most High called to be responsible for the bringing forth of the kingdom of heaven. So um, I wanted to go to Zechariah chapter 7 because I wanted to continue to just diagnose the issue or the problem within our communities that really helps to fortify sin so that we can reverse those things that have become normal in our community. When we go to Zechariah chapter 7 and we read verse 11, it says here, but they refused to hearken, which means listen, and pulled away the shoulder, which means they turned their back and stopped their ears, which means they totally refused to hear. And the scripture says here that they should not hear. Verse 12, yea, they made their hearts as an adamant stone, lest they should hear the law. And that's where I want to stop for a quick second, is because um, that word law seems to be such an oppressive word. It seems to be a negative word that holds a negative connotation within our communities. And that says a lot because it just goes to show that as Black people, even Hispanics and Native Indians, the law has not been good to us. The law has not defended us. The law has not protected us. And so when we hear the word law in this westernized society, we look at it as oppressive. But the bottom line is we follow laws every day unknowingly and knowingly right here in America, we follow plenty of laws and we don't seem to have a problem with it. But when you go to your churches and you use the word law, then all of a sudden it has a negative connotation or there's no benefit to it. When actually, if you read the laws, statutes and commandments of the most high, those laws were put in place to protect you. They were put in place to wash you of the residue of unrighteousness that comes along with being born in sin and shapen in iniquity. This world is wicked. And so the laws and the statutes that they bring forth will always teach you to transgress against the higher law, the higher God, the higher commandments. And that's why we reject it. Hosea 4 and 6 says that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou has rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. This is the psychology that this world feeds you, especially in our modern day Christian churches telling you that the law is done away with. In actuality, when you do away with God's law, you do away with his protection. You decide whether unconsciously or consciously to disobey him. And Most High said that obedience is better than sacrifice, which means that the Most High will honor your obedience and he will make sure that all of the promises and all of the things that he has put in place to protect you as it pertains to his law, it will benefit you. I know black people in this particular world that we live in, the law has not been good for us. It has not protected us. There has been no constant or consistency in it. Yes, it protects all of the other races and nations of people. And so that's why when they bring forth the pagan doctrine or the lies that the law has done away with, you can easily accept it because the law has not been good to you. The law has not benefited you. So you don't see any value in it. But I'm here to tell you today that according to Hosea chapter four, when you reject the Most High, when you reject his laws, statutes and commandments, then you lose out on your place in the kingdom. You lose out on your responsibility to judge the unrighteous with righteous judgment. The most I put you in place. He says that you are seated in heavenly places with Christ. We know that Christ is the ultimate judge. But even as his judges hit on earth, those that follow Christ, we cry aloud and we spare not. We lift up our voice like a trumpet and we show the house of Jacob their sins so that they can turn around so that they can renew their minds so that they can be born again and received all of the things that was promised to them but when you are conditioned and colonized and taught to reject god's laws the psychology of the enemies that want to see you fail they already know your book they know your laws they know everything concerning you psalm says that uh the book of psalms says that they performed a diligent search so for many, many generations, they looked at your laws, they looked at your statutes and your commandments, and then they constructed their own law, statutes and commandments that would uh, teach you to reject your laws that the most high gave you. And to pick up their laws, understanding that by default, when you reject the most high, it says here for Hosea four and six and seven, that he will also reject you. That's exactly what it says. It says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge because thou has rejected knowledge because you have rejected God's law, statutes and commandments. By default, the most high says I will also reject thee that thou shall know that thou shall be no priest unto me. That thou shall be no priest unto me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of the most high God, I will also forget thy children. And so as parents and as leaders and elders in our community, we have to understand that when we disobey the most high, when we reject him, it falls on our children. And this is why we have so many single parent households. This is why we have so many fatherless children. Going back to Zechariah chapter 7, verse 12, it says, Yea, they made their hearts as adamant as stone, lest they should hear the law. And so that's the problem in our community is we have been taught to have a stony heart against the Most High. Remember, Christ taught under the new covenant that when the seed falls on stony ground, it's immediately taken away. It cannot be planted. It cannot remain. And so we have to be very careful that when we read the scriptures, that when we read this whole book called the Bible, that we don't do away with any of it. Christ says, behold, I come in the volume of the book for, yea, it is all written of me. So, yes, the Old Testament was a shadow of things to come. But if you don't understand the shadow, you won't understand Christ because the Old Testament taught you exactly who he is. So in the New Covenant under the New Testament, we have the grace and the mercy and the time to govern ourselves in a way in which as Christ is. So are we in this world. So again, it says, yea, they made their hearts as adamant stone, lest they should hear the law. We must hear the law, ladies and gentlemen. We must hear the law. We must understand that it is our protection. That it is the way out of of the bondages and the oppressions of this world. This world cares nothing about you, the governments, the religious organizations. These people are using your gifts. They are using what the Most High put on the inside of you, which is the kingdom of heaven. And they're prostituting you in ignorance, in your ignorance. They're not ignorant, but they're depending on your ignorance to continue to prostitute you. And to take from you all of the things that the Lord has put on the inside of you and use it for themselves. So when you understand the the power of psychology and you read between the lines and you allow the spirit to show you. And when I say the spirit to show you, I'm talking about the word of God to show you what's going on. Like Marvin Gaye said, what's going on? What's going on? I'm telling you what's going on. As a pastor, as a brother, as a father, as a husband, in our communities, we're being prostituted, we're being disrespected, we're being treated less than. And then in the midst of it all, we're being given a dangling carrot called equality. When in Lamentations 4 and 17, it says that we should not expect equality from our oppressors, that we should not accept their gifts, that we should not look for them to save us. But we should look to the Most High God and Christ, our Savior, to save us. And the way that we are saved is that we renew our mind, that we're born again to the knowledge of Christ. And that we look into our laws, statutes and commandments, which, which was our culture. It was our way of life. It was the way that we uh, remained in rulership and we remained blessed. And we were able to do what Adam couldn't do, and that's subdue in the earth and be fruitful and multiply. Multiply in people who would continue to follow God's law, statutes, and commandments. That is the kingdom of heaven. Now we're in a situation where only Christ can come and help us with that now. But it does not negate the fact that we are to rehearse the righteous acts, that we are to follow the most high God, that we are to live by every word that proceeds out of his mouth. Zechariah 7 goes on to say, And the words which the Lord of hosts have sent in his spirit by former prophets, therefore came a great wrath from the Lords of hosts. And this is what we're suffering in our community today. We're asking what's going on. Marvin Gaye was asking what's going on. Pastor Kenny is telling you exactly what's going on. That because our people have rejected knowledge, They've rejected the prophets that the Most High sent by his spirit. Now they're suffering the wrath that comes from the Lord. It's no different than in your household when you set rules and and standards in your house. And then those who are in your house begin to break those rules. They begin to disrespect your household, whether it be family or whether it be your children. There is a consequence for breaking the rules in, in the house. So the Most High, he called the lost sheep of the house of Israel to come back unto him through this new covenant, to obey him, to allow her and his laws and his commandments to wash them of all of the residue of bondage and disobedience that this world, that this pagan worship has perpetuated in the lives of our people in the community. The Most High is saying, listen, if you don't hearken unto the word that I give you, If you don't respect my prophets, if you don't hear the words of the people that I send. If you continue to reject knowledge, the only thing that's left for you is judgment. The only thing that's left for you is wrath. And this is what we have to get as uh, the children of God. We have to understand that we must live by different standards. We must live by those things that are normal and common as it pertains to the kingdom of heaven and not continue to reject those things in order to follow the commonalities of this world. We cannot follow the commonalities of this world because then we cut our own nose off to spite our face. Amen. Hallelujah. I need you to meditate on that. It's extremely important that we understand that. We must make sure that uh, those single parent households are restored. We must make sure that fatherless children uh, come back into a relationship with their fathers, their biological fathers. Helping our children find their fathers and then bringing them back into relationship and then coaching them. Under the admonition of the Lord, coaching them under the laws, statutes and commandments of the Lord is a great, great way to restore our communities. And that's what the Most High has called us to do today, is to be restorers of the breach, to build the old waste places, to restore and rebuild those foundations that come from his word, that come from his laws and his commandments. Amen. Listen, father, listen, guys. There, there is a f- father absence crisis in America. Even according to the U.S. Census Bureau, almost 20 million children, uh, more than one in four, live without a father in the home. That's absolutely ridiculous, and that's something that we need to change. Change is good. Change is. It brings better, all right. Um, I've been blessed even in my own life to where um, my original or my biological father was not in my life, but the Most High sent a man uh, who took me in as his father, as 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 his own, and and he was a father to me, and and he never uh, put it in my face that um, I wasn't good enough or that. You know, what he did for me, I should be grateful or I should be thankful because he's not my real father. He just did what he had to do. He did what he was supposed to do. He looked at me. He looked at my mom. He looked at us as a package deal. Even in my life, my wife currently, all of our children are not our biological children. But together, when we came into the knowledge of Christ and we understood the value of family and how it, how important it is to have a whole household and to walk by faith together my wife she didn't reject my children as a husband I didn't reject her children we came together and we made a house a home and in that home in that home we reared our children up in the fear and the admonition of the lord held ourselves accountable As mother and father, as husband and wife, and our house has been blessed. And so because I've experienced this, because I've seen um, the effects of a broken household, even as a teacher teaching many fatherless children, I know how important it is to have a father in the house. And so I'm committed personally to restoring fathers to their homes. Christ is our our way maker. He is our intercessor, the most high God. He is our father in heaven. It doesn't mean that he won't send us a father right here on earth. And so when we open up ourselves to the knowledge of the most high, when we allow ourselves to hear him and not stop our ears to him, when we humble ourselves and Pray and seek his face and turn from our own ways, which ultimately are wicked compared to the Most High because he's perfect. It says, Then he will hear from heaven and he will come in and he will heal our land. And so we have to be responsible. We have to make sure that we don't reject the the knowledge and the word of the Most High because he let us know in Hosea chapter 4 that we'll perish if we don't hearken unto his word, if we don't listen. And before I close out, I just want to quickly go back to Hosea chapter four. And I want you guys to see uh, what a lack of knowledge does with with, what not understanding who uh, the most high God, our father, the great I am. If we don't understand who he is, then by default, we only get the remnants of what this world produces. And that's wickedness, evil, death, poverty, lack sickness, disease, a lack of knowledge of who our God is, and therefore we fall short of his glory. And we don't receive his inheritance because of our ignorance, but things are turning around. We ask what's going on. As I said before, it's a sin problem. But the thing about it is understanding who Christ is and what he came to do and how powerful his blood is. Everything can be turned around. Everything can be made good to those and for those that seek him, that diligently seek him. And that's what we cry aloud here at Restoration Center Charlotte is that you must diligently seek him, that you must humble yourself, that you must turn from your own ways and follow Christ, that you must take up your cross and follow him and reject the things of this world. But here is the diagnosis of what is going on. In this world. This is why change is so painful, because people have been conditioned to reject God. Hosea chapter four, verse one says, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel, children of Israel, being the blacks, Hispanics and Native Americans who are the lost sheep of the house of Israel. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth. The scriptures tell us in the book of Psalms that the law of the Lord is the truth. So the law of the Lord is missing. Amongst the inhabitants of the land, it says, because there is no truth, no mercy, nor knowledge of the most high in the land. Remember, I told you before that sin and iniquity is what's been taught to our people. It's what has colonized us and psychologically destroyed us in a way that when we do hear the truth, when we do hear God's laws, we automatically reject them. Verse 2 says that these are the ways that we lack knowledge by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood toucheth blood. All of those things that I just mentioned create confusion, they create death. They create a demise in our community. All of these are the original commandments in Exodus 20. It says, Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not bear false witness. Just in verse 2 alone, Hosea is telling you that because we break these laws as a community, now the wrath of the Most High has come upon us. It says, And blood toucheth blood which means we begin to backbite, we begin to backstab, we begin to lie on one another, and it even produces death. Black-on-black crime and gun violence and drug addiction and alcoholism and disease, all of these things have occurred and blood has been lost. People have died. Verse 3, it says, therefore shall the land mourn. And everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish. That's exactly what's going on in our community. It's become normal for us to mourn. It's become become normal for us to attend funerals. It's become normal for parents to bury their children. When children should bury their parents. It says here, therefore, shall the land mourn. And everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish. With the beast of the field and with the fowls of heaven, yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. There's a famine in the land. We can't even eat healthy. We can't even get the things that we need consistently to nourish ourselves. And therefore we're perishing. But this all has to do with us stopping our ears and being disobedient to the Most High because we think that we know the way. We think that what the world has taught us and all of the um, streamlines and all of the loopholes and getting over on people and stepping on people to get what we want, all of those things have become normal. But the Most High said that the greatest commandment is that we love him with all of our heart, soul, and strength. And that the second is likened to that, that we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Clearly here, a lack of knowledge brings confusion. It brings dissension. It brings hate amongst each other and therefore we perish. Verse four says, yet let no man strive nor reprove another for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shall thou fall in the day and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night and I will destroy thy mother. Our mothers have been destroyed. Our mothers now seek to be like housewives of Atlanta and Stella, instead of being the housewives or the daughters of Zion. Our fathers are absent. But nevertheless, it is our desire as believers. It is our, our hope in Christ that these things be restored and they shall be. Because the Most High said that it would be so. He said that he would revive us. He said that if we repent and if we turn from our wicked ways, then he will hear and he will heal our land. Amen. And that's what we're looking for. And in the next uh, part that I do on change is painful, we're going to talk more about um, what we need to do in order to turn things around, what we need to do in order to reverse those curses that just have become normal in our community. I still want to touch on um, abortion. Um, I want to also touch on um, the identity crisis that we're dealing with in our community, whether it be lesbianism, homosexuality, um, whether it be just a lack of confidence in our men and women, not knowing who we are, thinking that we're African-American and not understanding The name that the Most High calls us according to the Bible and how that affects us greatly in these days and times. All of these things, as we continue to go on uh, here at Restoration Center Charlotte, we're going to continue to touch on. But nevertheless, I just want you to go back and read the scripture. I want you to meditate. I want you to pray. I want you to fast. I want you to seek the Most High. I want you to look to be accountable and change those things. That are, in, that are going on in your life that are not like the most high. He's here for you. He says that he's a very present help in a time of trouble. And when you understand the blood and what has what it has paid for, then it should motivate you to do what Christ said to the woman that was caught, caught in adultery. Go and sin no more. Christ told us to be perfect, even as our Father in heaven is perfect. And I personally believe that you and me together, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's just a matter of us getting on the same page and not making excuses, hearing the Lord and making sure that we renew our minds to his laws, statutes and commandments. So with that being said, on behalf of my phenomenal and amazing wife, Pastor Veranda, and Pastor Kenny here at Restoration Center, Charlotte, and everything you do, make the most high, the most high in your life.